talking to in the mood, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So in the mood. Now you're, now you're <laughs> podcast ready. <laughs> G'day, mate. How the bloody hell are you? This is in the back of in the back of uh, our head podcast. Because now there's two heads. Oh, Jesus. Who's, wait, who's that other head? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. It's a Kelsey Jean. It's me. It's Kelsey Jean. Hello. How are you? <laughs> um, I normally record this solo, obviously, hence the title in the back of my head. This is my head. <laughs> and uh, I normally do it in um, an empty apartment uh, all by me lonesome because um, Kelsey's out there working. Working away. Um, but not today. And so I thought as uh, only fitting that then you have to be on the <laughs> podcast as well. <laughs> Forced out of bed but made a coffee. So that's pretty good. I've yeah. got a coffee. I'm just going to sit here and drink it and probably uh, contribute little <laughs> to this. You didn't realise that I do this uh, immediately upon no, waking. <laughs> no, I thought you'd like have some kind of morning routine that you go through first, you know? This is the morning routine. This, this is the is, white guy morning routine. This is a crazy you, you way to up, start your morning. <laughs> you record a podcast. You talk about uh, hot button issues like the Houthis <laughs> and oh. um, and Albo. What's he up to? Oh, Albo. Don't really um, love him. He's cutting taxes. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, although I did, I've just looked up yesterday and realised what a massive, like, the parameters of my tax bracket. I'm mm. like at the very bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the very bottom of the tax bracket that I'm in, but it goes all the way up to like 120 grand a year, and I just feel a bit. I feel starting a bit at, cheated by that. Starting you know? at 40, right? 45. 45. That's an insane. That's, that's so a big, absurd. It's a big. Uh, I remember back in the day, like there was a thing that uh, um, I guess I don't know a study or something like that talking about like kind of general human happiness mm. based at, at the time and mm. when they say human <laughs> this is definitely uh western <laughs> happiness from <laughs> this article um talking about uh you need seventy five thousand mm. dollars a year to be comfortable that's yeah. when you're happiest yeah um that idea that obviously money doesn't buy happiness is mm. but it is, does buy stability and security yeah having <laughs> a roof over your head and having uh, access to uh, food. food water and being able to drop a few thousand dollars on unexpected medical issues mm. like, you know, crocodile attacks, <laughs> um, old ladies running you down on mopeds. Oh. Moped? Is that right? Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> of segues. Um, before we really get started... Speaking like, of to- segues. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, uh, no, now I've, now I've lost it. Um, we'd like to pay respects to... Um, the custodians of the land that we're very lucky and fortunate um, to get to record podcasts on and live and work on uh, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Um, sovereignty was never ceded. Uh, Australia is the only country in the Commonwealth uh, that has not signed a treaty with its First Nations people. Um, see how we can all play our part in a brighter future and a bloody good start is cutting more Captain Cook <laughs> fucking statues um, at the ankles. Um, do you see the, um, the was it Yarra? I think it was the Yarra City Council um, have said, oh, we're probably not going to put it back up. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're, we're actually done with, uh, we're done with the Cook statues. Fuck yeah. Um, your microphone's drooping. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's early in the morning, you know. <laughs> 
You want to just write that. Happens to oh, everyone. No, you've knocked Did over Volt. Him? You've knocked I'm over so Volt Boy. I'm sorry, Volt Boy. <laughs> um, that was good. That was a good time to see. Uh, yeah, Captain Two. Uh, I think at least two Cook statues have gone down now, mm-hmm. and um, the massive turnout at the uh, at the um, Australia at the um, Invasion Day <laughs> protest. It was like sick. Huge. Um, with lots of support from the uh, Palestine movement as well. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, K- hey, Kelsey. <laughs> hey, right. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, good, mate. What have you been up to creatively? Let's talk about that. Excuse me. Uh, gosh, well, um, I started a new hobby because um, I thought, why not? New year, new hobby. Um, I've been doing collage, yes. collage recently, um, which is like just the easiest way to get into some kind of like visual art. <laughs> I always really liked the idea of uh, like painting or drawing, but I just, I never thought I could do it and I uh, never really tried and was always a bit too overwhelmed and intimidated by it. But I tell you what, collage, you can fucking cut something out, stick it on a piece of paper, you're done. And it's very satisfying and very childish uh, not childish, childlike. <laughs> it's, it's fucking childish. I have Jesus. been thinking about that. <laughs> um, it's very, like, the sense of childlike wonder and play and fun that you get from it mm. is ridiculous. Like, I think everyone should do college. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone should have a craft-like thing, for sure. Mm. Um, uh, when mum bought me a... Uh, a model train, um, was it like a like an MDF, MDF, yeah, MDF, like laser cut train model puzzle thing that you build with billions of pieces. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I got it out of the box, I was like, oh, mom, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna use this. I don't want, I don't want to play this. I've definitely done this on the podcast before, actually. Now I think about it because I remember her commenting. Um, she said, <laughs> I "Fucking know you," because as soon as I start putting it together, I was like, "Oh Jesus, this is so good." My, um, yeah, that ch- uh, childlike. Wonder has been mm. restored. Yeah. It's nice. And it's like the stakes are really low as well, I think. When we we have come from a place of like trying to put music out and trying to be successful in some way, I think something like collage or putting together a train, <laughs> there's like <laughs> the success is just in the doing it. Like you don't need yeah. to share it with anyone there's no kind of sense of like oh gosh is this the thing that's going to make me famous now Mm. (laughs) um and it's just fun for the fun of it i was thinking about that with um i haven't touched uh warhammer um i don't really play warhammer but i haven't touched miniatures in, in a minute um been playing a lot more video games which i've talked about on the podcast um but uh, whatever, I'm trying to find games that are inspiring um, <laughs> thematically, um, good writing. Um, but having, yeah, having a, a, a hobby that is sort of, yeah, that is not outcome tied, that also you have no aspirations of like, one day I'm going to make it, I'm going to be the biggest Warhammer <laughs> painter of all time. I'm going to be the best collage artist. <laughs> <laughs> But then at the same time that we still, but because you, you, we go online to find inspiration mm-hmm. and we do see the biggest Warhammer painters and the biggest collage artists and them <clears throat> getting adoring fans and assumably at least some sort of money um, from what they do. 
um, that video we we watched the other day about like um, about YouTuber burnout mm. and the fact that um, yeah, having your creative process tied to your well being, tied to your to your income. Uh, especially in a in a industry or again in a profession like being a YouTuber or being a creative in general, that is entirely self disciplined. You can't, mm. there's no one there's no one um, barking orders at you except sort of YouTube, but in a very esoteric kind of way. Mm. You're the only one that can go like, all right, I got to get up and I got to do the thing <clears throat> in order to put food on the table mm. and pay my rent. Mm. Um, <clears throat> You can just stop at any time, mm. and we don't have any of that because we don't. Uh, we're we're not making money mm. as creatives, but we're just trying to be creative all the time. Mm. But being online still has that effect. That every little thing that we do can still be put out as content. Mm. Out as it could be our ticket out of here. <laughs> I think is I think is still in the back of my head mm. all the time. In the back of my head, pockets. <laughs> I think even just like I remember I uh, I haven't done it for a long time either, but I've done a lot of crochet as well Mm -hmm. in my time and I fucking love it. It's so, yeah, satisfying and relaxing um, and a lot of fun. Mm. Um, But when I, yeah, first started getting into it, I remember like mum and dad being like, you you could make a business out of this, you know, and that's that's like it's a classic thing, I think, for anyone who sees you doing anything like that, it's their response is like, Oh, but you could be you could be doing the job of your dreams. Like yeah. you could do this for your job and enjoy it and get paid for it. What's this for? <laughs> what are you doing this yeah, for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, not not their intention at all. Like no, of it always not. it always is coming from a place of like I'm thinking about your well-being, and I think that would be a cool thing for you to do. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think knowing more about that now, through watching yeah creatives on YouTube talk about how it is to be yeah creative for your living and self-made and self-run in that way, and how fucking exhausting that is. Mm. Thinking about that um, that Rick Rubin quote that we. Um, keep coming back to whenever we're talking about bands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Of um, uh, not, oh, I'm going to butcher the fucking quote. <laughs> Do you remember the, what it is? The goal is not to make art, but to live in a way that makes art inevitable. Way better. Um, you should <laughs> definitely host the podcast more often. <laughs> it's a fucking good quote. It's oh. a great fucking quote. Um, and I was talking to uh, someone last night who was talking about they wanted to save up a bunch of money and take a, a year off to focus on creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic idea. I think, yes, do that. If you have the, cap- if you have, if you have the capacity and have the capability to do so, fucking mm. sick. Um, but a thought came to my mind of um, a year's not that long. <laughs> <laughs> a year's not that long to be a creative, to be creative. Um, I think, yeah, that's the only way I've known is to build a life surrounded uh, no surrounding creativity the creativity mm. is is the um is the core to all of it mm. um doesn't make any money mm. but the thought of trying i've had that thought before of like do i cuz i i guess i cuz i jump around in so many fucking different things should i dedicate myself to one thing for a year or something like that 
um, with the purpose of like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to turn this into a actual profitable career. I, I've had this thought, and I guess I sort of attempted it in half-assed a little bit with cartoons back in the day, um, but I didn't really do the no, I didn't really do the business side of it. I didn't do the marketing side of it to actually make it successful. So that didn't really that was a failed experiment, if one at all. Mm. Um, but that thought of like, yeah, I'm going to do it for this amount of time, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um, <laughs> you've t- t- sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've never apologised before. No, it's it's different when it's in a microphone. <laughs> um, you've tied it to yeah this sense of f- uh, success and failure is mm. is immediately tied to it. Yeah. Um, and the success is monetary based. Like yeah. It's. Um, yeah, it's and it's so hard not to have that thought of if you're not making money from it, it's not successful. I mean, it's easy to have that thought. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I've spoken to like a few other artists who are like fairly big on mm. the on the Melbourne scene, but they they all still work a day job. Like mm. they still they kind of understand like I don't want my money to Mm. be tied to creativity yeah um and it's you know it is hard like when you are working a day job it depends I guess like I'm lucky to do four days a week which is nice I know like another person does like a three-day week Mm. and that's kind of just enough for them to live and then to work on creative stuff um and it's just, yeah, kind of just a choice that we all make of how much money do we actually need to mm. be happy and comfortable or do we think we need to be happy and comfortable and then how much time can we devote to our hobbies mm. if, if yeah, I don't know. Because the word hobby as well, yeah. like, is a little reductive depending on, on what you're doing, I guess, depending on how you view it. Yeah. I guess the... Um because I, de- I, I obviously really um, struggle convincing myself that work is at all worth it, mm. <laughs> that working a normal job. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but then at the same time, yeah, then I have this uh, great aversion to making money from <laughs> my creativity. <laughs> um, oh, where am I going with this? Um it's something that I've thought about a lot in terms of <laughs> in terms of socialism, because <laughs> um, my first uh, socialism, like I think the way we all picture it, due to living in the Western society, is um, working whipped at the back by a communist party in the fucking coal mines or on a train line, mm-hmm. fucking. Um, just being miserable the whole fucking time and your entire life is work. Mm. Um, and from what I've been looking, uh, as I've been looking more and more into it, um, it seems like the, uh, that's all from a very particular time in history. Um, whereas the actual core concept, the core like, uh, goal of a socialist society or a communist society or what have you, basically anything that is, <laughs> it doesn't have to be those things either. It's just a, 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 an anti-capital society where humanity is 
first. That is the point. It's not to make profit. It is to make life for people better. Make life for people better. Make life better for people. That's our slogan. <laughs> um, especially now, uh, as society moves more towards um, uh, even further into the world of automation and AI and stuff like that, that's not uh there shouldn't be a chance for us to all go unemployed and starve to death it should be a chance to whittle down the hours that actually need to be done to produce things and also i guess in a new society then uh we wouldn't need to make so much fucking shit just so temu can fucking sell it to us for absurd prices <clears throat> but um uh i want to i want to get to that point in my head where <laughs> I can see working at a cafe is actually a really good thing. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is yeah. Everyone needs to do a little, a little something, a little something, uh, so that they can then live their life, and their mm. life is actually yeah, creativity and mm. picnics in the park and walking dogs. <laughs> I think as well, like the the people that I've spoken to, and I kind of feel it too, um, that having a job, a separate job to your creative endeavours um, is kind of a nice mental break as well. Mm. Like thinking about, not thinking about creativity for a certain a number of hours a day and then, <laughs> yeah. and then coming home and being like, all right, cool, now I'm fucking ready to go. Mm. Um, whereas I, I know you obviously don't feel it because <laughs> no. you're constantly making stuff, but that feeling of like if I was just at home every day mm. uh, I feel like I would yeah I don't know I feel like I, I enjoy being out in the world which you can still do um, if you're not working mm. but I'd best I'd like to avoid it if possible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to stay here yeah. at all times <laughs> um, but I think it's yeah actually a really good thing for I mean unless this is just capitalism has brainwashed me to think in this way but <laughs> um i don't know i think it's it's good to have a bit of a mental break from mm. creative stuff as well um that mm. that sort of satisfies um other parts of your creative brain like mm. like my job is kind of like problem solving and like fixing things and um yeah talking to people mm. And it just is a different part of the brain that probably wouldn't get much use uh, if I was just trying to be creative all the <laughs> yeah. time, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think... Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I realise more and more, like, how I don't want this to be my moneymaker, I don't think, um, or my poetry my whatever in my creative output i actually don't think i want it to be if i make money doing it exactly how i want to do it and releasing on no schedule just whatever if i just if i was doing what i'm doing now and making money fucking fantastic but if it gets tied to making money um that is going to change things mm -hmm. uh, i guess for me it's more like running events and stuff like that is the place where i like, no this this should make me money this would be good because that's and, and I think that's because it does tickle actually a different part of my brain. That's running events is not a, not the same as being creative in here. Mm. It's um, yeah, it's that sense of value and that sense of actually being part of society. Mm. <laughs> and I guess 
Yeah, whereas art, uh, yeah, as, as I said before, like art feels so tied to, yeah, it's your ticket out of here. We're going to get out of here. Mm. Um, we're going to, uh, yeah, save ourselves by becoming a famous artist or something like that, which is just insane mm. and also points to the fact that, like, this is the, everyone's sort of miserable. And I don't think everyone's at it. I don't actually think. Um, I'm, not, I'm not like a, yeah, as I become more and more socialist, I never want to be one of those people who is like, oh, yeah, everyone under capitalism is miserable at all times. It's just mm. not true, especially in Australia. Everyone's fucking, a lot of people are just chilling. Uh, a lot of people are miserable. A lot of people are just chilling. But um, I don't want to demonize work either. And mm. in fact, I actually, it's, I, in my brain, I want to change that where, where to work is, is a, it, an exciting and valuable part of life mm. if it's work that seems valuable mm. and that other people appreciate it as valuable. Yeah. I think um, so much of it. I mean, making coffee. <clears throat> We've both made coffee um, before uh, <laughs> <laughs> and served people that don't appreciate it mm. and that it's really just this drug to get them through the day. And and the reason being, I think, is because we work in the CBD. Well, yeah, we're... we're um, the coffee place, yeah, the coffee shops we've worked at mostly have been in the CBD, and oh, don't be too specific. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, a lot of people just working jobs that are utterly pointless. Mm. I've got a mate who works in the building that I serve coffee at, and he's told me the job that he does, and it's fucking madness that this job exists at all. Is um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying <laughs> piece in my head. Am I, is this? Do I need to be more vague? I don't think so. Um, <clears throat> his job is to to find as many tax write offs loopholes, essentially, to get people to get companies um, out of paying more tax through buying. Like um, the example that he gave was like uh, buying company cars. How many different things can they? Can they add on or what have you? There's, you know, I don't understand. <laughs> All I know is the point is someone wants to buy a company car. They actually buy it through this company so that they can pay as little tax as possible on that. Mm. And I vomited. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't exist. That should, job should not exist. No. There should not be an entire company. Who started that company? Was that through passion? I don't think so. <laughs> um, I, maybe I'm just a fucking bullshit artist who like doesn't know what he's talking about, but like, mm. that seems like a pointless fucking job to have. Yeah. It's just a sad, the sad like <laughs> truth of how... The more money you have, the easier it is to pay less tax. <laughs> um, <laughs> the more help you can get to keep your money. Yeah. And the less fucking money you have, the more tax you end up paying because you can't afford to go to an accountant or yeah. whatever. I mean, uh, suddenly even like Mikey. <laughs> I get so fucking stressed. Um by confrontation and in capacity. So I have to, I can't, I can't fair evade. Can't be done. Um, I will just be, yeah, checking over my shoulders at all times. My heart will be a little racing, um, as it normally is anyway, just from existence. But, um, but, I, but thinking about that as like, I'm spending so much fucking money on my key. And if I would, if I had enough money, that I could cover a fine out of the blue, mm. then it's way cheaper to just pay the fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I can't afford a one. I can't afford a fine, um, a, a one-time payment that large, and yet I'm spending more money slowly over a long period of time by mm. 
touching on. Yeah. Make PT free. Jesus. Make PT free. <clears throat> um, but yeah, there's, yeah, I don't know. There's having a sense of value to your job is so obviously important, obviously integral to one's happiness. And I don't want to demonize mm. um, work uh, as a concept. I do want to demonize pointless bullshit <laughs> jobs and overworking. Mm. Like, this is, yeah, a beautiful time to be able to push for four days, three mm. days, two days, mm. one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I definitely have a few friends who just hate their job. Mm. They hate it and they work so much. Yeah. And um, I'm like, why? What do you do? Why do you, why are you doing that? And they're mm. like, well, you know, we've got bills. We've got a fucking house that we need to pay off. Like, mm. We, we got responsibilities, you know. Don't know if you would understand that. They're fine. They're, fine. They're not that against me. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's a, just this, yeah, sense of, like, well, I, no, I need to work this job that mm. I hate that makes me a lot of money that helps me live. Mm. Um, but then, I don't know, there's no time to, like, then you have all this money. And, like, they have lots of hobbies mm. and... um and like their house is full of all their hobby stuff and yeah. they, they love it. But the I just feel like there's no time. There's yeah. no time once you've worked overtime every single day this yeah, week yeah. for the last year. <laughs> and um yeah, you just can't you can't be happy with that. There's a yeah, there ha- there has to be a middle ground somewhere. We um <clears throat> and we yeah, I mean we're definitely talking about people who are relatively comfortable. Like I understand that there's different. There's people who work insane hours, literally just to put food on the table because that's the life, the situation that they found themselves in. Um, that sounds that sounds really demonizing them as well. Um, like, obviously, oh no, wait, whatever. The fuck, this podcast is clearly like lefty bullshit. You understand that we um, uh, understand understand the different life situations people are in. Jesus Christ, um, but. Uh, that um, we saw that fucking um, like article that went up the other day. Like, here's this couple that makes five hundred thousand dollars a year between them, and this is how they're still battlers because this is these this is how little money they actually have, and it jotted down all their expenses, and they were spending more money than I make in a year on things like childcare, on things like. Um, a second car on things like there was um, a, a, a holiday. There was a holiday expense that was my fucking <laughs> yearly wage. Like um, those, a few of those things like childcare, like that's that's a definitely a necessary expense for a lot of people. But like there was things on there that was just insane amounts of money. It was nine hundred dollars on clothes a week or something like that. I can't remember what it was. There was a lot of add-ons that were just like, uh, I don't think you need. I don't think you need to spend that much money. Five hundred thousand dollars for a, for four people, mm. two adults and two children, mm. and a dog. Um, dogs are people. <laughs> I know, uh-huh. like obviously, kids need new clothes because they're growing all the time. Yeah, but just get stretchy ones. Hand me downs, mate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just yeah, it's that. I feel like that sort of paired with, I think, COVID stuff. Mm. I feel like people are less inclined to do secondhand stuff um, because of the the fear of, yeah, 
fucking germs and who knows where that's been. Um, I mean, they be they wash them. At, yeah, at no, I, secondhand. I know that. I know that. <laughs> Is that really? Do think you think that's really a thing? Like people are actually wary of like secondhand stuff because of. I think yeah, like definitely during COVID that went down a lot. Like really? online sales of stuff like that. Oh sure. It was, yeah. I and, get. I get buying like going to someone's place and then taking it from them. That makes sense. Um, especially like used like clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, no, I guess that's probably quite a common thing actually. Um, but um, yeah, I understand that. But if you go to Savers, oh man, well Vinnie's, they Savers. wash their clothes. They do. Can't go. I can't guarantee that. I assume <laughs> that they wash the clothes. <laughs> There's that op shop smell. If that's not clean, I don't know what is. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> time I feel sanitized is in an op shop. Um, that might be the podcast. <laughs> do we make? I think. Do we make a point? Do we come to a point? Gosh, I think. What's the point? Um, smash it. the colony. <laughs> smash capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> the colony will fall. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. There's. It's so it's so simple, yeah. It's talking around it's talking circles around the simple point of just work life balance, mm. and um, and jobs that actually mean something, mm. jobs that actually provide <laughs> value to society. I feel like the work life balance is a bit of a the classic thing of putting it on the individual to figure it out, though. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like it's such a myth, the mm. work life balance, because you you can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> and because of the society that we live in mm. it's so hard to actually feel like you have a balance there's either monetary pressure or um uh oh my god what's the fucking word i'm looking for um <sighs> i was so excited to be on the podcast and be like oh i can i can help you with that word you've forgotten <laughs> <laughs> so i do when i'm always listening to it in the car <laughs> um just a societal pressure. Uh, it's either like, oh, I need this to actually live because cost of living is, has gone up mm. or um, even as we both feel, oh, our, the things that we do aren't making money, therefore we're failures. <laughs> so people, yeah, obviously a lot of people feel that um, if I don't work a five-day job, I'm being a lazy piece of shit or I'm not going to get where I need to get in life if I don't do this. Mm -hmm. While well, usually not having like maybe the clearest of goals or anything like that, it's just like this general sense of progress, this mm -hmm. general sense of like, I'm 30, I should have a house by now. Mm -hmm. um, which, I mean, yeah, I, well, it'd be great. <laughs> but like, at what cost? At mm -hmm. what misery? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, but that's not on the individual. I mean, it, it is on us to analyze our own lives and like make good choices for ourselves mm. personally but yeah it's not yeah i want to know who came up with the work-life balance if it was a uh, some corporate yes yeah, bp added again <laughs> <Yeah>. motherfuckers <laughs> credit where credit's due though coming up with the carbon footprint was huge mwah, marketing <laughs> genius i bet they won awards for it i almost am certain that they won awards for that shit mm. um yeah yeah that's the my biggest frustration i think with 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 that's a stupid fucking comment. My biggest frustration with modern society is fucking dumb. So flippant. So fucking such a broad stroke. But individualism, like like putting everything on the individual, is um is a genius fucking tactic. Um, but yeah, um, it's not it's not on the individual <laughs> at all. Collectivism is a beautiful thing. Mm. Um, trying to be 
yeah, thinking every part of your life as an individual is just like uh, is lonely. It's, it's exhausting. It's exhausting, competitive, mm. um, gross. Join a union <laughs> <laughs> and go to your local poetry night. They're mm. sick. <laughs> nice sense of community there. Hey, Kelsey, do you enjoy being on a podcast? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever um, don't work on Thursdays, you can join me again. Anytime. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, everyone. Kelsey Jean, round of applause. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure it's happening. I'm sure it's there. Um, fucking, how do I end these normally? Bye. <laughs> Bye, motherfuckers. <laughs> Let's put the music on and we get that sense of like, uh, now it's finally finished. All right. <laughs>